Helix mattresses have been recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Everybody is unique, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? You can take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10-15 to year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash drink. That's helixsleep.com slash drink. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Are you the type of person who loves to treat yourself? You know, sometimes you just want to buy yourself a coffee, a fancy coffee. Sometimes you want to get a little extra legroom on the plane. You know what I mean? So if you ever treat yourself to the top options, other places like that, then why are we settling when we're finding a doctor? I know it's easy to fall into that rut, but your health is so important. Enter ZocTalk. ZocTalk is a place where you can find and book tens of thousands of top tier doctors, all with verified patient reviews. ZocTalk is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. There's no more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. You know we hate that. And these doctors all have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, which is so helpful. You can see who's located near you and who's available and who can treat basically any condition you're searching for. Plus, a typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. When I moved to LA years ago, I discovered ZocDoc because I was so tired of having to call all these different offices and wait. It took hours sometimes to figure out which doctor in town could help me and which one took my insurance, but not anymore with ZocDoc. I was able to find everything from a psychiatrist to a GI doctor, and I did that all through ZocDoc, and the app has only gotten better over time. I still use it. I still love it. I always recommend it to people, whether you have phone anxiety like me or not. It couldn't get easier to find a doctor with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash drink and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash drink. ZocDoc dot com slash drink. Hey. Hello. We kind of harmonized in a gross way there. Pretty grotesque. It was a. We both have our. Well, I don't know if you do, but I have my sleep voice on because I just woke up to record. Oh, this. same. And it's three hours later for me, so I shouldn't, but I do. So I blame my child. <laughs> what does your baby's uh, sleep voice sound like so far? It sounds like, hey, let's just stay awake and stare at the ceiling. How let's fun just, is this? <laughs> let's just scream as loud as possible, but only during important meetings. She. <laughs> Right. She learned a fun thing, which is that her she has one of these fancy snoo uh, contraptions, which is like a bassinet that like moves when she's awake to like try and rock her to sleep. And um, it knows when she's awake. Well, like it's like Santa Claus makes (laughs) it sees you when you're sleeping. (laughs) Um, If if she like makes noise or whatever, it like kind of speeds up. It's like rocking. And it it is very expensive. People are always like kind of wild it out that i bought that but we did get a 30 percent discount through blazes so if you're looking into one if you have any medical background like they'll give you a discount but anyway so she's learned that if she talks like blah 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 it starts speeding up 
And so she'll just like, blah, she wants blah, to, blah, blah. she wants to ride the ride. She rides the ride as Blaze yeah. says. Yeah. She enjoys the ride. So it just like starts like going crazy. And then we have a little camera and I have the little monitor with me and she'll just be like this in the dark, oh, like swinging a- back and forth and like blah, 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 just talking to the ceiling. Um, oh, what a little monster. That's yeah, nice. I'm, t- I'm tired. But look, I made myself a little latte. I got a, I bought myself for Christmas a Nespresso machine. And is that cup, what is the story behind that cup? Oh my gosh, thank you for asking. I knew I, you would ask. Everyone ha- so every kind. cup has a story. Thank and I you. feel like, I feel like it's an under-recognized uh, effort that other that people put into all of their homes you don't I just buy it a- that that's a great point because mugs are like and then when you call the herd you get rid of them you keep the ones that matter mm-hmm. so like yeah. you end up with yeah um, if you ever well, want to you- if you ever go to a house party and you were lucky enough to open up like a cabinet with permission you should right. always address people's mugs just like how when you go into someone's house and you go oh you have a beautiful home you should always address people's beautiful mugs mug because collection they're clearly a sentimental piece of their home. i totally agree so tell me about this mug christine oh thank you so it's um it's a big old mug and it uh it came from i went to new york city with blaze like the few months after we started dating and it was like christmas time and i I was like very poor and so we went into a bunch of stores and I was like I can't afford anything but we went to this one store and they had this like big round mug with like little mm. skiers on it and it reminded me of like going skiing with my family and I was like I'm gonna buy this mug and I was like I'm never gonna use this damn mug but I bought it and I've carried it with me from every home and I have never really used it because it's like such a mm. specific shaped mug and then I bought this Nespresso machine and I was like wait a minute it's perfect it's size perfectly. for little lattes and so I've kept it because I spent so. I mean it wasn't that expensive it was probably like 30 bucks but at the time I was like that's a lot of money to just spend on a mug um this is one but, of those tiny yeah. this is one of those tiny things where like I justify like in my own version of everything happens for a reason i'm like maybe not everything but certainly you bought that cup so that one day it would fit its perfect espresso yeah maker. i thought so you know? right and it makes it always made me happy so when it was in a cupboard i'd always be like oh i love that mug but i like never used it so now i'm just like finally getting to nice put some use to it <laughs> i thank you i for have asking. i have a cup um it's a it was from hot topic from really? like college you know how they had the like this the bright colored see-through cups and it always had like some like retro show on it or like it had oh, like, yes. a, like a character on it and it was just like a plain old pint glass i have a bright red one that has the power rangers on it oh and it was like in college i don't i now like even though i i went through a massive phase where i massive phase where i was a minimalist and then i got an apartment and uh, the and permission to like fill it out so then i became this like weird semi-maximalist i'm I'm also that (laughs) but at the time in college i only had one cup and that was my cup and so when i moved out here to la i brought the cup with me and so now i like can't get rid of it and but it's like all like fun i know what you mean it fades off like chips off yeah like because i think it's not even ready power ranger mug he has that same fucking power ranger mug I we probably have and the same one. It looks a wreck. It's it looks like I found it on the street. It looks yeah, like it's yeah. busted. Maybe <laughs> so, we got your old one or vice versa. I don't know because it sounds like the same. Uh, but, but I can't get rid of it. So one day it'll just be a clear mug with like maybe a Power Rangers eyeball just kind of looking at me while I oh, drink. Oh, cute! But. How fun is that? And then. I can use my Cricut machine and redo it. I make a new design. <laughs> oh, my God. I almost spit my drink out. Okay. Um, so, by the way, happy February 1st. We just came in hot on this episode. Happy f- month of love. Oh. 
what I don't are know we? if that's what they call it, but it's also Black History Month, which arguably oh, more right. important. Wait a minute. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Only that now. Happy Black History Month. It can also be the month of love, you know, combine the two. Yeah, I think so. I what are are you doing anything for Valentine's Day with old Blazer? Well, that's right when we're in New York, right? Or we're on in New York on the twelfth or yeah, that weekend, I think. And so nine, ten, eleven. Yeah. And so Valentine's Day is Monday after our Friday show. Mm-hmm. And Sunday is the Super Bowl. So and the Bengals oh, won last night. So I'm I'm hoping if they win, I'm flying straight home and I don't know, doing a big Super Bowl watch party. But who are not, they playing against? We don't know yet. It depends oh, okay. on the upcoming games. But they're not even in it yet, so we just have to wait and see if we make it. But um, anyway, but yeah, so I don't have anything exciting planned. What are you doing with your Valentine? Uh, my Valentine doesn't like Valentine's Day, so we're probably going to do a hot nothing. Um, but actually, I think we are doing a hot nothing because since I'm going to be in New York, I'll probably stay a couple days. Right, that's what I was thinking. So, yeah, yeah. fully nothing now. Actually, um. <laughs> if um, if if we're not going home to watch the Super Bowl, we'll probably be in New York too. So maybe we can oh, do nice. a little thruple date. <laughs> <gasps> oh, we know oh, quadruple because Blaze and the baby are coming, so you can oh, be the baby. Oh, Leona can be my little Valentine. Yes. Baby's How first fun. Valentine. Okay, yes. Oh my God, I'm gonna blaze woo will, the is, pants off your little baby. Oh, Zandy will be there with D, so it will be like a. Love I get fest. it. I'll be like six wheeling, but I'm going to make the most of it. Yeah, but Leo- you get the funnest date of all. So yeah, the one that throws up on me and I'm not allowed to be mad. That's yeah, exactly. That's, and yeah, uh-huh. the one that thinks you're the funniest of everyone. So at least you have that going for you. I'll I just, don't with Blaze. How about this on Valentine's Day? I'll just show up in New York City dressed as a ceiling and she'll fucking lose her mind. <laughs> I'll bring the little um, snoo so that you can stand above it and she can just rock <laughs> back and forth and stare at you. It'll be I've had, so look, romantic. I've had weirder Valentine's dates, so whatever. <laughs> okay, so welcome everyone to February. I hope your first month in 2022 was not entirely fresh hell. Yeah, um, entirely anyway. And yeah. so to celebrate, we are going to do uh, some listener stories. If you are new here, uh, once on the first of every month, we put out a listener's episode where we read your stories you submitted to us at our website, and that's why drink.com. Uh, they're your paranormal, true crime, personal stories, and uh, Eva reads through them and curates a perfect little episode for us. So and thank Eva's you, not Eva. here today, but we are reading her story, so I guess we can have some fun trying to figure out if there is a pattern. Sometimes there is, sometimes there's not. I, um, I always and she's love... she's not here to correct or guide us. <laughs> I love trying to, like, crack the mind of Eva. Like, mm-hmm. what 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 was her thought process as she went through these stories? So She was like, oh, I actually won't be available. I'm at a sloth sanctuary that day. And I was she, like... Like, truly. Who are was, you? I was like, that sounds like the fakest excuse to get out of work, Eva, but okay. But, like, the best one. Like, I'll take it. Go for it. Have fun. I, I thought it sounded fake, but then I chose to not question it. I was like, even if you're wrong, you were really ballsy to even try that line. So you deserve to not You deserve come. this. Yeah. I can't wait for the photos. I'm sure I'm sure there will be photos. There must – If can you imagine going to a sloth sanctuary and not – Forgetting to take photos. Like, okay. Amateur hour. At, at that point, then I'll be mad at Eva. I'll be like, hang on. <laughs> so you told me there was a sloth sanctuary and you in fact did go okay, but, but at show that point, me nothing? That means it's fake. Like then if there's no photos. Eva, you like, better show us a picture. We're waiting. We're going to be in – Trouble. Okay. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding, but bring home a sloth if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so here is story number one. This is from Sleepless Avocado. Okay. okay. Same. Who uses she, her, they, them pronouns? I think love I that. 
love a double pronoun, love a food for a name also, as well mm. as a an adjective, sleepless. Okay. Precious. Um, okay, here's the subject. The plague doctors are back. <gasps> oh. oh. Hello, and that's why we drink folks, humans, animals, petrified fruit, and any of the plentiful ghosties attached to y'all currently. Hey, Ugh. representation matters. I'm glad that they're getting their shout out for once, you know? They deserve it. Uh, so for as long as I can remember, I've attracted all sorts of paranormal energies, ghosts, and sometimes the not-so-friendly spirits that were never human. I have mm. ADHD. Okay, wow. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Same. And it often messes with my sleep. It's 3.55 a.m. and have been awake since 12.30 a.m. as I write this. My insomnia is pretty crazy, but I also have episodes of sleep paralysis that occur pretty frequently, especially when I'm waking up, but occasionally as I'm going to sleep. Mm, I don't like that. Mm -mm. So when I'm already tired, stressed, hungry, or otherwise upset... And the sleep paralysis is worse. Just before the pandemic started to worsen in February 2020, the sleep paralysis was occurring every night to the point mm. where I didn't even want to sleep. Mm. The reason you may ask, during every single episode, I would see plague doctors walking <gasps> by my bed. Not the super cute steampunk romanticized ones that the mainstream media makes them out to be, but the freaky ones that look like they have a leather penis hanging off their face. Oh, a lot of visuals going on here. A lot of visuals, but so freaky. Those plague doctors with the big beaks. Yeah. Freaky stuff. And so I've, in case people don't know, the story I know about the beaks and why those masks exist Mm -hmm. is because they found that if you, you would put some like sort of like grass or herbs in the tip of the beak. basically, like dry herbs. And the idea was if you were breathing that in through the beak, it was almost like filtering out any disease Mm -hmm. you could be inhaling. In case anyone wants to know. Also, uh, I know that Zach Bagel Bites wore that plague mask in one of his episodes and he like wouldn't take it off. And I was like, OK. Oh, he wore his- it. I remember that he wore it to like, I think it wasn't the Island of Dolls. or Yeah, Light it was the island it- in Italy, though. It was. Yeah. Poveglia. Watched- Poveglia. Poveglia. Yes. He it was it was somewhere where people died from the plague. So- yeah. And he ran around <sighs> with that thing being like, do I look familiar? And I was like, will you stop? Oh, I hate it. You're okay. going to fall off that boat in a minute that you're standing on. <sighs> Nope, 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 nope. As TikTok would say, think. Is it thoughtful? Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Is it... <laughs> so, no check marks. Uh, okay, so just walking by isn't too, too scary, but they started hovering around my bed. Bye. Just watching me as I lay there unable to move, scream, or anything. Absolutely not. <sighs> the worst part with sleep paralysis is you can't even close your eyes sometimes. Like, you just have to stare at them. That's what I always wondered. Because I had sleep paralysis once and I immediately shut my eyes and I was like, I don't want to oh, see you're anything lucky. scary. But I wonder... Because then I thought, well, what if you feel it instead? Because I know you can feel things instead of seeing them. I don't know mm. what's worse. Oh, thank you for inserting that into my psyche. Because <laughs> I didn't know that they could touch you. I just thought they could stand really fucking close to you. <gasps> okay, well, we'll see what happens next time. I- <laughs> Yikes. Uh, after a couple of months, things started to get better. And I would still see our plague doctor friends. But usually when I... Oh, wait, what? I would still see our plague doctor friends, but usually when I was fully awakened out for a walk <gasps> in my neighborhood. No. I, oh, no. I guess I got used to them and it wasn't so bad because it wasn't night when I was trying to sleep. What? I so don't wait. Like, so now like it's not sleep paralysis. You're, yeah, right. Like they're no longer just a sleep paralysis thing. They're like. So now it's thing. like, is it a sleep paralysis demon or are you seeing like 
something like, like something otherworldly. Right. Yeah. Ugh. Or was it just like our actual plague and you saw people in masks? I don't know. No. Right. Uh, <laughs> no. Well, my friends, the plague doctors are back. It's now been about two weeks and I've only been sleeping three to four hours a day broken up. Oh, they're I, back now? Yeah. Oh, shit. I have no clue what's up with them, but wanted to share since there aren't a lot of people in my life that I can share that with that won't panic and think the world is ending. I'm sorry that was so long and I really hope everyone's having a good week and that Leona is getting a ton of loving. Uh, don't forget to be to keep being amazing. Your podcast has helped me through many sleepless nights from Sleepless Avocado. Oh, what a like quaint name for such a horrific experience. Sleepless yeah, Avocado. The name feels so warm. Precious, yeah. And then you give us a story like that and I'm like, I don't, I don't, when I don't was it know. sent? Because that means they're back like whenever they sent the email. It was sent like a week ago, homie. Oh, shit. So this is a current problem. Oh, this no. This is a big old issue. I don't like that. I don't like that they're – because if it's sleep paralysis, you can write it off as like your mind is racing and whatever. But if they're out and about while you're on a walk, mm, go home. I, this isn't I your would, time. I'd be like, I beg to differ. You – I don't want to be here anymore. That's this is all you, you know. Just like, one of you, yeah. Keep walking. Only, if only you're already room my, for one of us. The exit to this neighborhood is that away, and I'm gonna go <laughs> this away, you know. Oh no! <laughs> See you in my bedroom at 4 a.m. when I'm having sleep paralysis. That's right. Like, are you also taking a walk because you need a breather from me? Like, what's happening? Right. Here? Like, are you? Yeah. Oh, that's gross. That's gross. Anyway, thank you, little avocado. Thank you, avocado. I'm sorry that that's happening to you, and I hope that. Us reading this isn't just going to, like, re-trigger it all. So, oops. If they can hear us talking, please, please just, leave. Like, take please a leave break, Avocado you know? away. Yeah. Please leave them alone. By now, you've probably heard about Burrow, a new kind of furniture company known for timeless designs, durable materials, and details that make life in your space easier. Last year, they brought their expertise outside with the launch of their outdoor line, which I love, and now they're adding more must-have pieces to the collection. For example, Dunes offers seating, dining, and lounger options, while Scout is a new folding chair upholstered in a chic woven fabric. And I think I'm going to get two of those for the balcony. Blaze and I love to sit out there in the evenings after Leona goes to bed. And I love the idea of having a good-looking but also extremely useful and comfy place to sit outside. Made of durable materials made for all seasons, weather-resistant teak, stainless alloy, and quick-dry stain-resistant cushions with easy assembly and disassembly this is the perfect thing for your outdoor space they also just launched a new standing desk co-pilot with adjustable height a durable scratch resistant body with built-in storage to make working at home easier than ever i'm in the market for a new desk um, so this is definitely going to be my next bookmark and of course there's burrow's legacy seating collections like the nomad and range now available in new colors and m and i that's like the only piece of furniture i think we actually share is our burrow sofa in the podcast department Love that thing. And that's why we drink listeners can get 15% off their first order at burrow.com slash drink. That's burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash drink for 15% off. Burrow.com slash drink. It feels very fitting that Juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy, we're happy. But because we're not mind readers, we don't always know when they're unwell. And in my experience, cats are not the most, you know, open when it comes to sharing their woes. And there goes Junie, literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell, thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. 
Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. And Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small, lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room, and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus, we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD to save 20%. Prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So this is from Jacqueline, she, her, and the title is The Time Grandpa Brought a Human Skull in a Bucket to a Police Station. A story, Mm. it's still going. The title continues. Oh. Hyphen, a story from M's favorite place, dot, dot, Canada. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) a timeless classic. We all know Mm. Grandpa and we all know what he's up to or not up to. Grandpa. Yeah. I feel like if, if you, it's always a dad or a grandpa. It's just a dad graduated into another, a dad's dad. A new but, echelon of dad, yeah. Yeah, but they've always got a bucket. They're always putting weird shit in it. What are you doing with that bucket? Sometimes there's mice in a bucket. It's like, there's always something in a bucket. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, here's, <laughs> hey, ATWWD podcast. I'm a Canadian pet groomer from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Ooh. I started listening. <laughs> Listen, I put a little spin. I started listening <laughs> to your podcast in early 2021. I had just recently left my corporate job after 10 plus years and finally was able to listen to whatever I wanted. I was very excited and looking for a new podcast. Spotify recommended, and that's why we drink. Thank you, Spotify. Hmm. And I said, okay. <laughs> and that's good. Yeah, that's what we want. That's all we need. That's all we that's need. That's all we ask. I've been hooked ever since. Although I do love all my furry clients, they aren't the most talkative. Your stories and banter always make me feel like I'm working with friends. So thanks. Fun fact. The first episode I ever listened to was episode 237, The Ghost with No Pants and a Matchmaking Serial Killer, which just so happens to take place at Falcon Lake, Manitoba, which is Hmm. about an hour and a half away from Malachi Lake. I forget how you pronounce that in the show. Uh, Ontario, where my story takes place. Is it M A L A C H I? It sure is. I think that's Malachi. Okay. I would gonna, say Malachi. It sounds fancier when I say it like that, so I'm going to stick with that. It sure does. Malachi Lake is a hidden lake deep in the woods of northwestern Ontario. My family has been spending summers at this lake for as long as I can remember. The road only goes to a landing where you park your car and drive a tin fishing boat 20 minutes to the cabin. This lake was discovered when the railroad around it was being built. The workers settled in the area over a hundred years ago. My cousin and I would spend two weeks a summer at the cabin with our grandparents. One summer, a couple of local teens were hanging out at an old tree house beside our cabin when one of the teens pushed a rock over and revealed a human skull. Oh, forget it. <sighs> Obviously freaked out, they run and got my grandparents for help. Turns out, 11 years prior, a boat was found in the middle of the lake going in circles. The mm. owner, JD, was never seen again. Oh, no. Oh, no. Knowing this, and with lack of phone service, my grandparents decided to put the skull in a bucket. <laughs> the logic is flawless. 
I like to think a bucket was their only option in terms of containers on hand. Yeah, no, no Tupperware available. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess a skull's pretty big, so you'd need a big old Tupperware, you know. According to that little kid in Jerry Maguire, a skull's like eight pounds or something. Oh, so. yeah. And so, also, a bucket is sort of like big Tupperware, if you really think about it. I mean... Anyway. You're not wrong. It's also a really big cereal bowl if you wanted it to be. It's exactly right. It's kind of a bucket is whatever you make it, you know. It's that's a surface. And if you can put something in there, that's what it's meant for. I including like skulls. Turning, including mice and skulls. I feel like I'm turning into a grandpa at this point. Um, <laughs> I got to reel it in. So the boat was found empty, basically, on the lake. The owner was never seen again. And then they find a skull many years later. So, knowing this and with lack of phone service, my grandparents decided to put the skull in a bucket and drive it to the closest police station 45 minutes away. So, on a sunny afternoon, my grandfather walked into the police station and said, Hi, I found JD's skull and it's in this bucket. Oh, my God. I love how he just, like, already knew who JD was. He's like, oh, there it is. (laughs) Enough to confidently be like, hey, I found part of that specific corpse. You remember that guy? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, here he is under this rock. Oh, my God. He was shocked when they asked him to stay for a bit for some questioning. <laughs> he was like, wait, why? But I He's did like, your- I need to use, can I have this bucket back? I got to go home and do some digging and some other gardening activities. He was like, but I just did your job for you. Here's JD's body. No mm-hmm. questions needed, obviously. Why would you have any questions for me? Um, He was shocked when they asked him to stay for a bit for some questioning. Blissfully unaware, he just not only disturbed a crime scene, traveled with human remains, and made himself the only suspect to a room of officers. Oh, my God. (laughs) Grandpa. Parentheses. He is such a grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Grandpa. Oh, silly goose. (laughs) Silly goose, indeed. (laughs) In the weeks to follow, they investigated the area, and it was determined that J.D. drowned and his body washed up on shore and animals did the rest. Thank- mm. Thankfully, my family was cleared and J.D.'s family got closure. You'd think that would be where the story ends, but oh. no. Oh. Fast forward to summer 2019. Now, as a 25-year-old, me and my friends were around the bonfire when this story came up, and I found a new theory of what happened that night. The story goes that J.D. was staying at his friend's cabin when they... T- got to drinking and gambling tensions grew over the night the group of men took jd to the train tracks and shot him and threw his body off the tracks and into the woods the next morning when the boat was found jd's friends had already left home for the weekend sus even Mm. a local who was at the lake that weekend claimed to be woken in the night by the sound of a gunshot i'm not sure what theory is true but the one thing i do know is for years whenever the wind blew a certain way we could always smell something horrible we oh. always assumed it was just animal poop that washes up on the shore. Now I can't help but think maybe it was actually a decaying human. Anyways, oh. sorry this is so long. And if you read it, I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for reading, Jacqueline. And then wow. at the bottom it says, does this submission look like spam? Report it here. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm going to report it. <laughs> it doesn't look like spam, but it does look disturbing. <laughs> it does look like it's worth reporting to, enough to for, some authorities. Enough for like the, the robots through our computer to be like, mm, we should flag this skull like, skull eight times in one de- email decaying uh, body yeah. decaying body police i don't know so this one is obviously meant for me because it is titled i don't know if it's a prophecy m the non-binary ghost oh what i hope it's not a prophecy i mean at least not for I like mean, another 80 years yeah it's for sure a prophecy but like i hope it's not a, a close one a close one right <laughs> you know 
Okay, so this is from, I don't want to say, okay, this is Grace. Uh, I don't, I don't know about Grace's pronouns. We're going to go with the, the, my my personal favorite, are they them? Are they them? Until further notice, we just don't know. So, hi, first of all, I love the podcast. No. Quick to the point, punchy. Love, I love, love it. it. Love it. Love it. And then we just fucking interrupt and start making it like long and w- long winded. Grace is like, this is what we were trying to avoid. Yep. <laughs> Hi. First of all, I love the podcast and appreciate something this cool to listen to on my long drives. And Aww. as the subject reads, my best friend just made friends with a non-binary ghost that lives in her basement. Oh. Uh-oh. Okay. So See, maybe it's not you. It's not because I would never haunt a basement. I would haunt a mansion. Let's be clear. You but- would haunt. A very active mansion where there was like stuff going on, gossip to listen to. Gossip. And maybe it's at the basement of a mansion, but it would that have would... to be um, like at least 10,000 square feet and full of like secret passageways and a lot of like some arcade games, you know? Yeah, a lot of luxurious throws, some recliners. It would mm-hmm. have to be cozy for sure. Yes. I, you get it. You get me. You get I me. Get so if, if you die, I'm going to create like the man cave mansion of your dreams just so you stay with me and hang out, you know? This is how I know we're friends because I was about to say that sentence and then you jumped in <laughs> where I was like, Christine, if I go first, I need you to move into a mansion just so I have something to do. Yeah, I got to move out of this creepy old house. You're not going to want to be involved in this. You this know, one's already bit like there's already ghosts that claim that one. That's true. I got to do a I new build. I want to be the star. Hello, yeah, Gemini. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So living in the basement. After taking all of the necessary precautions, she was using her pendulum and was trying to figure out how to address the spirit that she had been asking random questions. She asked if the spirit was human and the spirit said yes. She asked if the spirit preferred she, her, (laughs) no, he, him, soft yes, they, them, and got very excited. Wait Aww. a minute. I think that's me. That is, is me. Because <laughs> I for you. Sure, I, I, I definitely have a soft yes to he, him, but then like a uh, very excited about they, them, and a fervent no then a with she, vomitous, her. Yeah. Like a vomitous reaction. It's like, don't even get near me if you think you're going to pull that one, Sonny. I'm going to okay. like throw your pendulum on the floor. <laughs> Sunny. <laughs> so she asked if she could try to find a nickname to call them so that they could better communicate. This friend doesn't listen to the podcast, but was listing off about five names for them uh, to choose from. And the name M got a solid yes. Ooh, Whoa. I like that M. For someone who doesn't listen to the show and thus probably doesn't know my name, I like that M made it into the top five non-binary yes. names on this random person's head. That's nice. How fun. Usually it's... it. There's like a joke in like the trans community that if you are transitioning to a more male uh, experience, that you pick a name that rhymes somehow with Aiden. It's like Jaden, Brayden, Caden. It's like so. It's That's like, also the same um, thing that you do when you have a baby in 2020. Oh, I think you just name your baby <laughs> Wait, something. Every that baby rhymes. is is a trans male. Wait a minute, hang on. <laughs> All right, uh, there's some overlap here. Not completely. The Venn diagram is a circle. Okay, yeah. so. <laughs> Uh, I figured it might be cool to find out that there is a non-binary ghost friend that shares your name from Grace. Yes, that is very cool. I love that. That's so fun. fun. Did it say, like, what town they're in? Like, I wonder... Mm -hmm. Grace was to the point. Grace didn't need... Doesn't do the flowery stuff. No exposition. Just just straight to the point. It's like, there's a ghost in the basement that has your name. Goodbye. That's what's happening here. the end. Is this... This is all you wanted, and this is all you're getting. And uh, honestly, I respect it. Thank you, Grace. You're not wrong. 
Um, okay, so this is from Arrow, They, Them. How Stop it. Fun. Is this is the theme, like, just a bunch of non-binary babies? Like badasses? Yeah, I love it. Um, the subject is The Man With No Face. Oh, God. A paranormal or true crime tale, comma, you decide. So this is a choose-your-own-adventure, basically. I, I rescind the invitation. Thank you. <laughs> like, I refuse to decide one way or the other. <laughs> I'm not coming. I'm sick. I didn't Sorry. ask for this. <laughs> oh, okay, here we go. Hello, and that's why we drink family. I figured I'd share an experience that I had way back when I was, oh, seven or eight. I had my only friend over for a sleepover. My friends had gone to bed, but I was up reading a book next to my bedroom window, sneaky style, so I wouldn't get in trouble for being up past bedtime. Aw. I have no idea why, but I happened to look up from my book and out my window. That's when I saw it. Mm. Movies always portray fear as screaming and running, but the fear I felt kept me frozen. I swear I even stopped breathing as I looked at this thing's face with quotes around it. Mm, gross. What I saw. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. I, can you actually, um, you don't have to read it. I'm just going to go. Bye. <laughs> no, but I had to read it, so everyone else has to hear it. What I saw was a burlap bag over its head with impressions of facial features where they should have been. Yo, then you know what else that is? That's the guy vanished. from The Strangers. Ooh. That's, I hate that fucking movie. Ooh. Well, I wonder when this came out, when that mm. came out versus when this email happened. Um, or like when this person was eight. Interesting. Oh, yeah. With impressions of facial features. No wonder you hate that movie. I hate that. I hate the concept of that. That's mm -hmm. terrible. Then it vanished. Once it was gone, I ran out crying to tell my stepdad what I had seen. Probably just to calm me down, he went out and checked for anyone that might be around. He assured me that no one was around and sent me back to bed. Obviously, sleep was not an option with that thing existing, so I stayed up keeping a close eye on my window. But nothing came back to my window. Instead, I heard running footsteps in the hallway and outside my door. I was no. absolutely terrified. This thing was now in my house. Once the footsteps stopped, I ran back out to the living room where my stepdad was and told him what happened. He told me it wasn't possible since he had been up and would have seen someone come into the house. I have no idea who or what I saw that night, but it still freaks me out when I happen to think about it. When mm. I talk to my stepdad about it, he dismisses it as some creep looking into my window. Maybe it was, but that doesn't explain the missing facial features or the footsteps in the hall. Wow. Anyway, I'm still not sure what it was that I encountered, and I probably never will. I absolutely love listening to both of your stories, but I especially enjoy your banter. Good, because there's a lot of that in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. You both make getting through my workday so much easier. I constantly talk about you both and the show to my poor but supportive wife. Aww. Also, before I let y'all move on, I feel like I need to thank M for being confident in their identity, especially while having such a large presence on the internet. It's helping me gain confidence in my identity on a much smaller scale. Parentheses, work isn't great with my pronouns and my family still dead names me on the reg. <laughs> and been there, been there, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Yikes. And thank you, Christine. I like the little... Uh, thank you for including me. That's very kind. Um, but it says, uh, thank you, Christine, for being so open about your physical and mental health. It's always nice to not feel alone with those issues. Oh, and of course, thank you, Eva, for keeping the show together. I'd love to see you all in Sacramento sometime. And that's why we drink. Wow. So all I heard was thank you, Eva, because that woman deserves it for everything she does. Nothing else would exist otherwise. Right? No, 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 no. Uh, wow. Well, thank you. And also, that's so horrible. sorry about this, like, burlap bag, man. Uh, Did you decide if it was paranormal true crime? Or are you still just rescinding the invitation oh 
yeah, I didn't even come to a conclusion. I barely came to a a process where I can think about it. So <laughs> came to a middle point of the plot. Yeah, I'm I'm freaked out. I think I would it's, say paranormal, but I don't know. I hope it's paranormal. So like some true act. So it wasn't really the strangers, you know. <laughs> yeah, because if you want, you don't want an actual man with a burlap bag coming Ugh. into your home. Good point. God. Um, yikes. Imagine like if that were a ghost. That was, and that was like just like a, it was some a residual haunting of a guy when he like lived in the house and was like pulling a prank on his friend. But like now he's like see he's looked at as the most craziest, scariest fucking yeah. ghost in the house. Like it like the changed their prank. life forever. The yeah, it, like totally changed their like memories and everything. Oh, I hate it. I did like, not I like the this- footsteps. I didn't either, and I don't. I don't want to put this on this person, but like, if this happened to me, I'd be scared of windows probably for the rest. Of, like, I'm already scared of windows, but if this happened, I probably would never look at a window at night ever again. All my windows would be tinted, have quadruple locks, and have the thickest, the blackout curtains you've ever seen, and they would, would never s- open. I would staple so many curtains. <laughs> I would bolt stainless steel against the glass so no one could ever <laughs> break it. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. If you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue, then get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course. Start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com slash drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. This is from Braley. Uh, who uses she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. Uh, Braley's subject is... How snooping, oh, absolutely, this is a Christine story here. Uh-oh. How snooping led to the discovery of a serial killer story in my own family. Like, this is the shit that you hear about and you're like, wow, this is this is like the stuff HBO films are made of. You really should eventually do a, like a, a master class, Christine, on like how to snooping. find anything about a person in 30 seconds or less. Because it's honestly, <laughs> Braley could have used you, I think, for, like. Just to expedite the process. I am very proud of Braley for figuring it out on her own. But any opportunity I get to brag about your investigation skills. Aw, that's the nicest supreme. thing anyone's ever said to me. Thank you. Oh, good. Well, I can just stop here now. I can just, I've, I've hit I'll my quota. It. Yeah, don't even continue. That's Recently, it. Eva was like, can you help me find this person? And I was like, Eva, why are you asking me? We both know if you gave like this information to Christine, she would know like their Christmas wish list by the end of the hour. <laughs> 
Okay, so. Ah, that's funny. So here's what Braley has to say. Dear Eva, thank you for putting Eva first because she probably mm. needs it. Uh, Christine M. and company. Mm. Uh Growing up, we had an extra room in my house that my parents called the study. Okay, so your parents were those parents. Got it. <laughs> Ooh la la. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my mom also tried to have a study and very oh, well. quickly realized that everyone rolled their eyes because everyone was me. I was an only child and she was a single parent. So <laughs> And also like you didn't study. So it was like, what? Right. I'm not studying. She's like, room. go into mom. the study and I'd be like, okay, and do what? <laughs> it's like the word is not <laughs> in Watch the name. Pokemon? Like what? <laughs> This is where I would set up our gargantuan camcorder on a tripod, as one does in the late 90s, and record embarrassing videos of myself dancing and singing and hosting a fake version of TRL. Oh, we all did that. That's okay. Really? Oh, my gosh. I get it. Same. Yeah. We should, the whole generation should just make a compilation of all of our horrid videos. And we just Can play you it. imagine? Just watch until you find your own video and then so turn it fun. off and cry. Yeah. Um, this is also where we kept our desktop computer on one of those huge computer hutches with many drawers and cabinets. Yep. When I was around eight or nine, I was doing my usual video setup when I decided to snoop through the drawers in my computer hutch. In one of the drawers, I found several family obituaries along with tons of newspaper clippings regarding several local murders. Okay, so whoever put that there, I'm sorry, but like... They weren't hiding it well. I was about to say, parents sometimes don't, they underestimate, like, if you're a parent and you have a young kid, like, don't underestimate how fucking nosy and sneaky your child is. Like, we will look through everything. I feel like sometimes parents forget that, like, object permanence ends at, like, two. Like, yeah, one, yeah exactly. Like, just because it's in a drawer away from my eyes doesn't mean I don't know I can't open fact, the drawer. In fact, that makes me want to open it more and f- yeah. read it more, you know, especially if it's locked. Like, don't put the key in the drawer next to it. Like, I'm going to fucking open it. <laughs> it's almost like you know what this is this sounds like a dad move of like he wanted someone else to be in on the mystery solving with him but he couldn't say anything so he's like if i just leave it in plain sight once braley gets to the right age she'll come to me about it yeah exactly and then we can form our own mystery gang um (laughs) that's my goal with my kid i don't know about you absolutely i'm already like shit leon i gotta put some stuff in her nursery just like scattered like tape something under her crib and when she starts crawling she'll find it and it'll be like the mystery of colors you know (laughs) Um, the mystery of Funkel M. Nobody knows the answers. <laughs> <laughs> in one of the drawers, I found several family obituaries along with tons of newspaper clippings regarding several local murders. As I started reading through my clippings about the murders, I recognized the name of one of the victims was my <gasps> grandfather. <gasps> Shit. I took the articles to my mom. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Did you take uh, photos of them first? So exactly. That you have access? She's going to rip them away. I'm photocopy it i don't know maybe she's gonna be a homie maybe she's gonna be like i was twas i who left them for you <laughs> ah, and- welcome to the mystery gang <laughs> my dear child i don't know why she talks we've like that. been waiting for Wait, you of course she does she's a study of course she talks like that <laughs> oh you're right yes yes what is that what did i say before we started recording a, a, like a murderess cape like she's oh, got yes. like this like long flowy cape billowing and- cape for yeah. sure <laughs> for sure <laughs> okay 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 i'm on i'm on team mom so far i i took the articles to my mom and asked her about them and to my surprise she told me everything oh <gasps> you were right christine fuck yeah my grandfather had married a woman named betty joe which was his second marriage and both my grandfather and his sister began getting sick oh no uh-oh we both oh, know what this means shit. my grandfather and his sister both ended up dying of unknown <gasps> conditions oh my god 
Betty Jo moved on to another man and became engaged, but slowly he started becoming sicker and sicker and was finally oh, hospitalized. Shit. The doctors finally figured out what, what was causing the illness. You want to take a stab at the thing they might have been eating that starts with an A? Was it a little bitty dose of arsenic? Mm-hmm. They, they were able to save his life and arrest Betty Joe, but everyone began suspecting that my grandfather and great aunt's deaths might have also been foul play. Yeah. So their bodies were exhumed and, in fact, tested positive for arsenic <gasps> poisoning. Holy shit. That is... Wow. Uh-oh. That's bad. What a bad. story. They also linked her to the death of her former employer, whom she, to whom she was a caregiver. <gasps> oh, my God. What is wrong with this woman? Jeez. She had put the arsenic into their coffee. There's no telling how many people she's actually poisoned, as she was a waitress at a diner. Oh! That's so bad. Her first husband also died, but I don't think they ever went back to investigate that case. I don't know why, because this sounds like a major red flag. Sounds like a lot of people are dying around this woman. I feel like if anyone died, I don't even care if it was diagnosed as like something very obvious. I double check, you know, just 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 to see. In 1986, Betty Jo Green was convicted of two murders, my grandfather and great aunt, and was found guilty of attempted murder for poisoning her fiancé. During her trial, she claimed that there was another woman living in the left side of her body who was responsible for the crimes. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. The jury didn't buy it, and she was sentenced to three life terms to be served consecutively. She's been eligible for parole a few times, but my dad has been, has made sure to be at every hearing. I even got to go to one to give oh. a statement regarding the murder of his father and aunt. And today, wow. Betty Jo is 90 years old and is still locked up in Tutwiler Prison, which I think is uh, on the haunted prison list. Really? I think. Um, Ooh. A Tutwiler prison for women in Alabama. She will more than likely die in prison, and I ain't mad about it. Thanks for taking the time to read the story and for keeping my work days interesting. In the words of Paul Harvey, now you know the rest of the story. Good day. Uh, Okay. P.S. Below is the link to a story about Betty Jo if you wanted to see her mugshot. I just looked her up. There's an article from on Medium.com from September of 2021, actually. Ooh. Alaba- and then here's another one. Alabama murderer claimed she had two women inside her body. Ugh. Ugh, I hate that it. Is so spooky. Here she is. Oh. I don't like that she's like smirking in the photo. I don't want to say she looks like a serial killer because, like, I think if you f- showed me that picture after framing her as a sweetheart, I'd be like, she looks like an angel. So, it's like, 100. percent She yeah. just looks like a person. Like, which is the creepiest part is that you. It's un unassuming yes uh, uh, exactly um and it's so scary that like you're just living your life and then you're like oh yeah grandpa and your great aunt were both murdered it's yeah like, what uh, that can happen to anybody that's scary yeah. wow 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 thank you Brayley. um let's see is this the last one i yep, think so i think so this star- story the subject this is from laura she her hers thank you laura and the subject is christine exclamation point my husband yeah. heard a ghostly daddy. Mm-mm. Oh, uh, oh, ah, ah! sorry. That, I just had a. That was, uh, what? What did you have? Because what did I have just now? <laughs> that was wild. <laughs> oh, something bad happened. Okay. Christine, my husband heard a ghostly daddy while in the trenches of newborn life. Okay. So basically what happened to me. So that's great. Um, mm. Here we go. Christine. We're just getting out of the newborn fog. Me too. Isn't it fun? 
But while we were in the trenches, my husband heard a ghostly daddy, too. Over coffee one morning, my husband, the biggest skeptic ever, casually told me he had something weird happen when he was up. To set the scene, which I'm sure you're very familiar with, it's 2 or 3 a.m. and he was up with our maybe four to six week old at the time. He's in the living room, rocking a baby, and out of the hallway, here's another one of our kids whisper, Daddy. Our youngest is our third child, and it wasn't uncommon to have one stumble out needing a middle-of-the-night hug, a drink of water, or other toddler things that come up at 2 a.m. Anyway, when he heard what he said was clearly a child saying, Daddy, he said something like, Hey, bud, I'm here. Again, he heard, Daddy. He said he heard it maybe three or four times. And finally, he said, it's okay. Come in here with me. I can't hear you that well. (gasps) Which I hate that he accidentally invited it into the room. Then silence. Nothing. He goes to check on the kids. And sure enough, both are fast asleep. We still don't know what it was or if, like Christine said, she felt that she was sort of in the way of something. I'd like to think it was him giving off super dad vibes so much so that little ghost kids are picking up on his energy. Either way, I just wanted to write in and let you know that we had a similar experience here. Congrats on motherhood and making it through the first couple of months of having a newborn. It's both beautiful and excruciating at times, and I appreciate you talking about it on air. Anyway, enjoy that wine and know that you're not alone in both motherhood, but also ghost kids popping up to say hey. Wow. I mean, part of me likes to think there's a theory where it's just one little ghost child who is going from house to house of newborn parents and just saying daddy. And it's just the same ghost everywhere. But like, why? That sounds sad. Like, is he looking for his daddy? I don't know. Maybe you're being like inducted into ghostly parenthood. I don't know. I wonder, okay, I wonder what it sounded like. Because to me, it sounded like a little girl. Hmm. So, and I know that one of the theories was like, oh, maybe it was like a time slip. Yeah. Thing. That's my Leona favorite the theory. Future. I like that theory. It's It feels safer than Ghost yeah. Child. <laughs> it's your own kid. And it's like, hey, like, fun fact, she's going to learn how to talk. You know? Yeah, like someday. Like, just like a nice confirmation that, like, I, you've heard her voice for all you know. Right. Like, exactly. Technically, was that her first word? Uh, we'll find out. I mean, technically, it wasn't her first word. You already heard her say daddy before she could even talk. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, that's pretty wild. If anyone else has the same experience, let me know. I wonder if we can get to the bottom of it. Yeah, well, call uh, Braley and the Mystery Gang, so <laughs> they'll be Braley on it. Braley and her mom, who are yeah. apparently the Mystery Gang. <laughs> also, uh, I'm glad that this is your first listener stories back for a long time. I was thinking that, too. It's been so, months. shout out to Allison, who really held down the fort with us Great for the last job. couple months. Those were uh, such fun episodes. I loved listening to them. She she had a good time. She would get all dolled up and have a drink ready and everything. So That is so fun. If it weren't, like... 1230 here when we started I would have also done that I guess I got my little mug my special mug got your little mug I got my little g-raid you know (laughs) I mean gatorade (laughs) yeah yeah I know what you mean (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. you get it uh but no uh happy uh February everyone thank you for sending in your stories if you'd like to submit future personal true crime and paranormal stories you can do that at our website and that's why drink.com and we put out episodes on the first of every month so we'll see you March 1st for the next episode I'll be there I don't know where I'll be, but maybe I'll be there. We'll see. And I hope so. That's why we wait, 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 wait. One last thing. This yeah. comes out a couple of days before our official, our now official first shows of the tour. Oh my God. You're wow. That's soon. Because in a couple of days, you're right, it comes from out in a now, week. It'll be from, Seattle well, and Portland. And then 
uh, DC, Philly, and New York. If you happen okay. to be going to one of those cities, if you go to any of our shows, by the way, but especially these five, we haven't been on a stage in oh God, years. You're making my stomach hurt. What are you doing? We're very nervous. So please, please, please just uh, encourage us and do a lot of whooping and hollering and applauding because our anxiety do is going to need it. a lot of laughing. How about that? Just uh, laugh so hard. Just laugh, please. We'll... <laughs> Well, thank you for the rest of time. Scream, cry, emote, um, because we're, we're very, very nervous, but we also want to put on a go, good show for you. So please yeah, I feel uh, like throw up. Thanks Help a lot. us help you. I know. I, I don't know what I did. Okay. And that's, <laughs> that's why we <laughs> scream. Bye. <laughs>